Hello, everyone, and welcome to Sheena Diane's audio vlog. I am hoping everybody had a wonderful Christmas and Happy New Year. Hopefully, you are starting out with some positive vibes this 2019. Man, I have to tell you, um, I'm going to be Debbie Downer, just an FYI, because I have been really struggling. If you want to hear about my um, non-dose of encouragement, <laughs> stay tuned. I'm so tired of being here Suppressed by all my childish fears And if you have to leave I wish that you would just leave Cause your presence still lingers here And it won't leave me alone These wounds won't see everyone welcome back man well my new year was great guys my Christmas was great and um, hopefully you guys were able to get some encouragement um, through the new year as you're starting out starting fresh but I have to admit this year has started out very hard for me nothing's happened well some things have but I'm having a really difficult time this is going on year two year two of my mom being gone and actually tomorrow will be two years exactly she died on January 9th two years ago and um, for those of you who don't know I talk about it all the time she died of a massive heart attack very unexpectedly and I know some of you guys get very tired of me talking about it and some of you even called in and said get over it it's time to move on well unfortunately nobody can really put a time limit on your grieving and I know you all mean well and I appreciate it but please you know that really doesn't help somebody feel better about the situation almost makes them feel a little bit worse to be honest because then you feel like oh crap like I'm really bringing everybody else down but you know truth be told this is my audio blog and this is my therapeutic way of getting through these hard times and so even if not one person listens to this broadcast this is my way of going forward of moving forward um, you never get over a death, especially one that's as close to you as your mom or your family member or a close friend. Um, you don't. They never really go away. And the, and the term, it's time to move on, it doesn't really apply when you've lost somebody. Because when you lose somebody, it basically leaves a hole in your heart that you're never, ever going to be able to fill. So that's kind of where it is. Like, you can't really move on. Now, can you get, can it get easier? Absolutely. But anyway, so now that my rant's over, um, yeah, I've just been going through a really difficult time. And also my mommy boutique business, which was doing really great during the Christmas season, just really plummeted, like really didn't make hardly any sales. And that was my only job. So, you know, when, you, when you're making okay money and then you're not making any money, it really kind of stresses you out because you're like... Um, now what? You know, we are a two-income household, and um, I was able to survive on my income from Mommy Boutique, thankfully. And lately, I am really considering having to find a second job, or a third job, actually, because I just came from my second job. I work at a daycare over at my church. Um, I work four days a month, so not not very often, but um, helps out with gas money. So just to tell you how um, I've been feeling, guys... This is what's going on with me. And I tell you, again, because it's therapeutic, but also you might be going through this as well. 
And I want you to know that you're not alone. So if you haven't lost anybody that's really close to you or it's been, you know, 15, 20 years, maybe this isn't for you. Um, but for those of you who are in your grieving stages early on, this is for you guys because um, I don't want you to feel alone because I feel very alone. My mom and I were very close. We talked to each other multiple times a day. And, you know, this is my way of kind of going forward with her not being here. So I'm at this stage now where I feel very secluded and I don't want to talk to anybody. And this is so not like me. For any of you guys who actually know me personally, you know that I'm a very outgoing person. I will go out of my way to make sure that I talk to you, make eye contact with you, make you feel like I notice you. That's who I am. um, The past, well, since, since Christmas. Christmas was great, by the way. I didn't feel this way at Christmas, but January hit. January is when my mom died. January hit and everything just started to get very gloomy. I felt very depressed. And um, I'm not a depressed person. Uh, even when I lost my mom, um, the doctor told me, you know, do you, do you want anything? Do you want any Percocet or whatever? Like, I, he was really surprised. Um, of course I was sad. But I never went through a depression. I never went through this emptiness. Um, this feeling of, like, no self-worth and, like, no, I don't want anybody to look at me or see me. And that's where I'm going at right now. This is what's going on in my neck of the woods right now. I am knee deep in depression and I know it's depression because I'm always tired. I'm very moody. Um, I don't want to talk to anybody. I really would rather not go out of the house and I don't even want to go on my live videos and do my pro parties, which is something that I love and look forward to. But lately I don't want to do anything, nothing. I just want to watch Netflix. You know what I mean? Like I am being so lazy. And again, this is not me. Um, you know, I look at the, laundry on the floor and I'm like no I look at the dishes and I'm like no you know it's just no motivation and nothing is is going on like I just I feel like a shell of a person right now and then it occurred to me last week when I was like what the hell is wrong with me like why do I feel this way you know I thought maybe maybe I'm going through like an early early menopause or something I mean I am only in my 30s but hey like there's something going on maybe there's something going on with my hormones like what the heck But then it occurred to me that, oh my gosh, tomorrow is the day that my mom actually passed away. I think that my body, um, almost like a timestamp has reminded me. And I remember this happening with my dad. So my dad passed away back in 2000, you guys. So a long time ago, I was 15 when he passed away and the same thing happened. So like five years ago, all of a sudden, um, and guys, he passed away in January as well. So January is a very hard month for me. All of a sudden, it was like a week before the day he passed. He passed away the day before my mom's birthday. January 21st was the day he passed. Her birthday is January 22nd. My mom passed on January 9th. Her funeral was on January 21st. Um, So, yeah. January. (laughs) But it's also my daughter's birthday. She'll be 12, so that's a happy moment. And it's also my husband's birthday, so that's a happy moment. So January has a lot of ups and downs. But anyway, like five years ago, I noticed I was feeling really off, really down, feeling depressed. Like, what the hell is wrong with me? And then again, it occurred to me, oh my gosh, you know, in like three days, my dad would have passed away. And so I almost feel like it is an emotional, I don't know, what do you call it when 
you feel something and you forget why you're feeling this way, but you just feel it. You know, I, I forgot what that's called, but that's how it is. Like, I, I feel like that's what's going on right now. Um, I'm really feeling negative about everything. Like, I feel negative about people. I think people are, like, talking bad about me or, you know, not wanting to be around me. Um, and that may not be the case, but I've had a lot of people say really negative things about me lately that was quite surprising. Um, you know, cause you, you try to be good to people, um, for instance, and I don't mind saying it because I did, I did react to it, but on uh, Facebook the other day, I posted something that said, you know, we all go through hard times. I've been in situations where I've had $5 in the bank and then I've been in situations where I've had enough money in the bank to, you know, help somebody else. Um, you know, no matter what situation you're in, make sure you always smile and wave to the people that you meet because you don't know what they're going through, right? That was what I posted. And then underneath it, my neighbor and a neighbor that, oh my gosh, I don't even remember the last time I saw this neighbor, honestly. A neighbor um, that lives across the street from me said, yeah, these are all words because you don't even smile or acknowledge our existence. And I was like, whoa, you know, kind of a wake up call one because I was like, crap, how many times has she been waving at me and I've ignored her. Like I haven't even seen her again, goes back to this whole days thing. Like I feel like I'm in this dark place where I just don't react or don't see anything, but the sorrow, you know? Um, so first of all, I was like, Holy crap. Like now I feel kind of bad. Cause like, was she like waving at me and I ignored her, but I messaged her. Like I, I actually deleted the whole post because I was like, I don't want any of this negativity. Right. And, um, so then I messaged her and I was like, I am so sorry if I ever made you feel like I was being unkind because that is not in my nature. Like I say hi to everybody. Um, my, I was raised that way. I, I mean, my mother, if you saw anybody, even if you didn't like them, you know, that Southern charm, you always smile and wave. And so I was very shocked when she said that because that that's like brought up in me, you know, you always wave to your neighbors. You always say hi to your neighbors, no matter what. So I, and I told her that I said, you know, the fact that you feel that way means I haven't, I actually haven't seen you. Um, and I was like, because I always say hello to my neighbors and I apologize. So it made me feel really bad. Um, but in the same breath, it also made me realize that crap, how long have I been in this like Sheena bubble or the Sheena days, you know? Um, I feel like I acknowledge people a lot, but maybe there's a lot that I'm missing. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it kind of woke me up and I was glad that she said something. Uh, but in the same breath, it, breath, it kind of upset me because I was like, I never, I don't even remember the last time I seen her, you know? Um, so now I'm purposely looking for her just so I can wave at her. Um, I'm like paying attention enough to where when I see her again, I'm gonna be like, Hey, um, but yeah, so really just going through a hard time right now. And, um, I hate to be the Debbie Downer, but it is just, it's right in my face, like literally. And honestly, I'm at the point now where I really want to move. And we've been talking about moving for a while. If you've been listening to my podcast, you'll know, uh, Johnny and I have been discussing moving back and forth, like going back and forth on the idea of where we want to move. The problem with us, you guys, is that both Johnny and I are only children. And yes, when we make up our mind to do something, we do it, which is good. But if we're not sure about something, that's where the problem comes in. Because both of us have always had our moms um, in our life to say, uh, no, you can't do that. And so we're used to getting that. Well, him and I don't do that to each other because both of us want 
the same things. So it's hard because neither one of us are really being the voice of reason. Like, okay. Um, so it's, it's scary and we haven't really decided whether or not moving is the best thing, but I was born and raised here in Florida and I feel such an urge to leave you guys. Like I think because everything that I do everywhere that I go reminds me of my mom. Now I'm not trying to say that moving is going to make me forget about my mom cause it's not, but she helped me build my house. The work, the church that I just came from, her and I used to go there all the time. Restaurants that I eat at, her and I used to eat at all the time. Um, you know, the girls' school, every time I'm there, I'm like, my mom used to pick them up, you know. So I feel like moving uh, to a different state or a different, just a different area maybe even um, would help me. And I hate to use this word because moving on is not something that you don't ever move on. But I think it will help me move forward. I like that word better. I think it'll help me move forward because I still am faced with my mom 24 hours a day. Um, it never, ever goes away. I don't ever have a point where I'm like sitting in my house thinking, you know, or not thinking about my mom. Cause I, I look around my house and I'm like, Oh, my mom put that picture up or, Oh yeah. I remember when my mom did this to the cabinets. Um, everything reminds me of my mom. Um, and again, everything is going to continue reminding me of my mom. Like I'm not trying to say I'm trying to run away from my problems. Um, cause I know a lot of you guys are going to say that, but it's not that I've been wanting to move for a really long time. And I feel like my fear has been stopping me. And at this point I, I am like getting angry at my fear. I'm getting angry at the fact that I've been wanting to move for all these years and I never have. I'm getting angry at the fact that I just can't do it and I can't make it happen. And I have no good reason to make it happen except for the fact that I want it to happen. And, uh, that's really why we haven't left is because why? what's the reason? Because I want to change, but how is that going to help our family? Is that being selfish? You know, our kids are finally in a really great school. My daughter's getting the help she needs with her reading. You know, Dominic, my son is getting the help he needs with speech class. Um, there's a lot of things that are going good for us. We have a great school. I'm sorry, a great church. Um, and we have a home, we have a home here, but there's this, but you guys, the big, but, <laughs> He touched the butt. Man, that's a really big butt. But I mean, it is. It really is. There's a big butt. And I can't put my finger on it why I can't make it happen. Because there's no open doors. You know, usually when people move, it's because, oh, my family lives out there. Or there was a job opportunity. Or, you know, I'm being transferred or something. Johnny and I would literally be pointing our finger at a map and just going because. There's no job opportunities. There's no family. I mean, yes, I do have family up north. I mean, so I can't say that. But we wouldn't be moving because of family. Um, so I don't know. But I still have this yearning. It's like the mountains are calling my name, you know. And I've always felt like that. I've always felt like I was made to live in the mountains. When I used to visit in the summer, um, I used to always say that to my mom. That one day I was going to move up north and I was going to live where I could look out the window and see the mountains. And I used to always have this dream where I lived in this two-story house and I'd be coming down the stairs and I would see the snow because I've never seen snow before. And uh, I would look out the window and I'd see my husband chopping down a Christmas tree with my kids. You know, like these are just fantasies that I've always dreamt about that 
some of you guys take for granted because you see it every single year or multiple times a year. But for someone like me who's lived in Florida their entire life, like I take it for granted. As a matter of fact, my husband, he was so like, I don't know if he was appalled or if he just thought it was the most hilarious thing ever. But one day I asked him, we were driving in the car and I said, what does snow sound like when it hits your roof? And he looks at me dumbfounded and he's like, what do you mean? And I was like, well, does it like sound like rain? And he starts busting out laughing and he's like, no. And I was like, well, I'm just wondering. And then he like fixes his face and he's like, oh, right. He's like, how would you know that? And, um, I mean, I was curious because again, this is an experience I've never had. Some of you guys hate snow. I get it. And I may hate it too, but I want to at least experience it. Anyway, guys, so I've just been going through a really difficult time and um, feeling really down. It's just the part that really gets to me and the part that really scares me is, one, I'm not feeling myself. Like, I'm not feeling right. Um, I'm feeling very dizzy and tired all the time, and I feel like my chest is tightening up. And that uh, is a sign of anxiety because I, I actually took myself to the hospital last year when I started feeling this way, and the doctor said it was anxiety. So I know I'm, like, having a lot of anxiety. Um, you know, losing my mom was the most traumatic experience I've ever had. And, um, you know, it's, it just, it comes back every year, of course. And every time I close my eyes, I still see it, you know, of, of her being there. And again, it's still early. It's, I mean, it's only two years. So it's not like I've been grieving for the past 20 years or anything like with my dad. Uh, but even, even in January, my dad's death comes back to me. Like I, I remember, I can remember it. I actually watched him die. Like he was on a breathing machine and, um, they unplugged him. And so I actually sat there and watched that happen. So it is not like it is in the movie guys. It is very gross. Um, a lot of choking and anyway, um, seizing. We don't want to talk about that though. But anyway, so I mean, like I've been through some traumatic experiences in my life and I don't know why this particular month and this particular time is making me feel so uneasy and so weird. But, um, if you guys are going through this just know you're not alone. And, uh, I definitely want to put myself out there to you because I feel like we can help each other. Uh, cause I feel very, I feel very alone, even though I know I'm not, I feel very alone. Um, it's silence. The silence is what really kills me because, um, you know, I don't really have anybody to talk to about this and nobody that I know understands it. You know, they, they've lost people 20 years ago or, you know, um, grandparents or people that they've known in their life, but it's not the same, you know, it's not the same. And a lot of people can't really, um, understand what I'm going through and, um, they try to help, but a lot of times what they say makes it worse. And it's not that they're not trying to help. It's not that they're trying to be mean. It's not that they're trying to, you know, make me feel worse. But it's like when you say things like, yeah, just get over it. It's time to move on. Um, it's like, huh? How could you say that? Like if I, if, if that was the case, then I would feel like I never even loved my mom, you know? Um, and I, I want my girls to remember her legacy. And, um, actually as a matter of fact, a couple of days ago, Sasha, my little one just started bawling well, um, she started crying, uh, cause she missed Nana. So what happened? What happened? All right, you guys, um, I'm going to go ahead and cut this off. I've been here long enough, but yeah, just say some prayers for me. Just go with a really difficult time so far. And, um, I gotta go get Dominic. He's upset. <laughs> uh, thank you guys. I appreciate all your love and support.
Oh my God. That is crazy. Who would tell you to get over it? That is so rude. That is so judgmental. Wow. Wow. You know what? Some people think that it's their job to help their friends out by kicking them in the ass. And that is just not not the way my world works. I'm sorry. Tough love? Mm, That's going a little too far to tell you to get over your mom. Nobody can say how long you need to hang on to that. It's your life. It's your feelings. You can't just wake up one morning and make a decision. Oh, I'm not going to worry about it anymore. Everybody's different. (sighs) I had to vent. That makes me mad. I'm so sorry. Oh, hey, Maria. It's always a pleasure to hear from you. I'm just now drinking my coffee, so my voice is kind of hoarse, but I wanted to say thank you so much for that message because you're absolutely right. And I really, honest to God, do not think that they mean me any harm. Um, The people, and it it has been multiple people, not just one, um, that have kind of been scolding me about my depression, I guess, or my sadness. Um, they're all really great people and very positive people. And I know that they're trying to help me, but honestly, that really doesn't, (laughs) if anything, it just makes things worse because it just makes me feel worse about myself. Um, so, but yeah, you're right. Um, definitely, definitely a harsh way, tough love, I guess. Um, but again, I know that they meant well, I know that they don't mean it. And it just, that's where you can tell that they're not in the same place as I am, or they haven't been in the same place as I am. Um, you know, maybe they've lost people in their life, but they haven't lost somebody close to them in their life. And that's when something like that happens, which I don't wish this on anybody, but then they will understand. And I have to understand that as well. Like not everybody's in the same place as I am. Um, not everybody's going to understand what it's like to lose your mom lose a husband, lose, um, a close friend or a child, or, you know, it's different. It's different than losing, you know, someone 25 years ago, maybe when you were a child, it's different, you know? So anyway, uh, I just wanted to say thank you for that call in. I really appreciate it. And yeah, morning, it takes time and it's different for everyone. And, and you're exactly right. You don't just wake up one morning and say, okay, I'm done. Um, You know, it could be, I could go a week without even really thinking about my mom. And then a song, a pop on the radio that we used to sing to in the car. And there it is. I'll be crying or, you know, I'll be out about in town and I will see something that she would love or go to a store that we used to go to or go to a restaurant that we used to go to. So, I mean, there's lots of things that will kind of trigger it. And a lot of times it's happy memories, thankfully. My mom was a jokester and she made me laugh so hard. Um, but you know, it's still sad because she's not experiencing these experiences with me anymore. So then of course I have my little happy moment of like laughter and that little gleam of, you know, sweetness, bless you, buddy. Um, and then all of a sudden it's like back to reality and, oh God, she's not here. And then the sadness kicks in. So I'm just, it's really hitting me hard this year, Maria. Um, I think it's because it's like the second year. The first year was hard, but I feel like I was kind of in a daze, if that makes sense. Um, As hard as it was because it was the first year without her, I almost, 
I almost could tell myself, well, she's on vacation or, you know what I mean? Like, I know that she was gone, but I feel like I could kind of talk myself into believing something else. Um, because yes, it hit me hard, of course, but I almost don't remember anything that happened that year. You know what I mean? Like I completely blocked that year out. I don't even remember what happened at the girls' school or anything. Like I, I was a complete and utter mess this year because things are starting to get back to normal for me. You know, I'm starting to be more of myself and, um, things are just kind of starting to settle and I'm like, okay, um, I'm starting to remember things and I feel like I'm experiencing it all over again. You know what I mean? So that's kind of where I'm at right now. Like, that's why I think it's kind of hitting me so hard that second year, um, without her and today's the day actually. So, um, I'm going to head to work, which is great because it's going to keep my mind off of it. I get to play with a whole bunch of three year olds. Um, so yeah, but today's the day it happened. So definitely send me some good vibes. Thanks again for listening. Always love hearing from you.